You're listening to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, embodiment coach and founder of Inner Workout. Consider B-School your invitation to becoming a student of yourself. So come on, let's get studying. I am so excited for today's topic. We're talking about being scrappy. And as I was brainstorming for this, I brought to mind these conversations that I used to have with my boss when I worked at a startup. And she would always say like, you just know all the apps. Like if I tell you I want to do something, you normally know an app or a system or a tool to be able to do it. And that's true. I know a lot of apps just off the top of my head, but I also know how to find them and find things that meet my needs. And I think that's because I'm pretty scrappy. And so today I want to talk about what scrappiness has looked like for me and maybe ways that you can start to bring some scrappiness into your life, into your business, into your career. So for me last year, as many of you know, it was my partially self-employed 2019. And it was a year that I worked part-time and was really focused on building my businesses. And because I had more time in my business, I started to make more investments in my business. I was a little bit more willing to invest in a software or to invest in a resource, whereas in the past, I tried to do it all myself. And then after I started implementing Profit First and after I incorporated Inner Workout into my mix of businessy things that I did, I realized that there were areas that I was bloated business-wise. Like I had multiple email addresses and was paying for G Suite for two different businesses. And there was just software that maybe I needed when I thought I was going to scale up a branding agency, but wouldn't need as much for a consumer-facing brand and podcasting and consulting. So I, at the end of 2019, really spent some time looking at what were the things I actually needed to achieve and then pairing back some of my investments, and then finding where I could get similar results with less software. So one example was before I really wanted to keep all of my emails separate, and I realized that I could still get the same results by going down to one G Suite email address. And I had a software that I used a lot, Dubsado, which is still really great. It's just I don't do as much of the kind of work where I would need to use Dubsado anymore. But one of the features that I liked is that I had a scheduler. Well, I did some research and Gmail has a scheduler. So I can get rid of Dubsado and then I can also still be able to schedule meetings and send people to a calendar where they can create slots. But I don't have to invest in the software for that. That's a free thing that was already available to me. So I did things like that where saying, I'm paying for X and I really like it because it does Y. And then I could say, okay, well, I like Dubsado because it allows me to invoice people. I can see my financial picture. I can sign contracts and I can have the meeting scheduler. And then I realized, okay, I have QuickBooks. I can already invoice people through that. I can already see my financial picture through that. There are free tools for the number of contracts that are coming through each month that I can use to securely have people sign contracts. 
And I can incorporate that into my Google Drive so it'll be easily stored. And then, like I said, I found the Gmail or the G Google Calendar, one of the G things that I could use to schedule people for free. So I looked at what I wanted to accomplish and then was able to figure out how I could accomplish the same things using tools I already had or with a minimal investment. So that was a way that I felt like I was pretty scrappy and was also getting back to my more scrappy roots. And for the rest of this episode, I want to tell you some things that I think are characteristics of being scrappy and sometimes in different stages of life or in business. So for me, scrappy is doing it for low or no cost. Scrappy is being able to use what you have and to create an MVP, a minimum viable product. So sometimes it is right to invest a lot upfront. A lot of times you can do something for low or no cost, test it out, get feedback, incorporate that, and then realize, okay, I can invest in it now. So before you invest in like a super intense career coaching session, maybe you see if that same career coach has a free resource and you try it out and you implement it and you see that that worked and then you realize, okay, that is worth my investment. Maybe you think that you want to do webinars and you think you need to invest in the super fancy software up front, but you can use Google Hangouts or the free version of Zoom and test it out. And then if that does work, then you can move into something that's more technologically savvy. So when you build that MVP, you're able to see if you can get results before you make a huge investment. And that's something that's really prevalent in the startup worlds. This idea of building MVPs, of testing, of not necessarily investing a, a bunch up front for the first iteration and then kind of seeing where you should invest based on the results. Scrappy is also learning how to do the work yourself so that you can speak a little bit of the language if and when you outsource. So before I got a podcast editor, I spent time editing this podcast myself and then I realized man, this isn't sustainable for me anymore. But I still had an idea of, okay, well, this is how I like the intro to go because I had mixed it in a lower fidelity way. And then my podcast editor was able to mix it in a way that sounded better, but was still true to what I wanted the end result to be. Eventually, I'm hoping this year that I can hire a VA. I've created all these systems and processes for what the flow of the podcast looks like how I like to schedule my content on social media. And I've created this processes. I'm essentially creating a job that right now I'm the person who's filling that role, but the things are in place so that someone else can start to do it. But because I've done it myself, I can speak their language. I can understand the tools, the processes that they're using to some extent so that I'm able to communicate my needs. A really good example is recently I worked with a developer to speed up my site for inner workout because it was running really, really slow. But because I had built the site and because I had done some marginal improvements, I was able to say, okay, these are the things that I tested. These are the things that worked and that didn't work. I'm noticing that there's a really slow load time on these two pages Based on the research that I've done, this is a common problem with the software that I'm using for the cart and checkout pages. And it looks like it's going to 
requires some custom scripting that I'm not comfortable doing. But because I had done the work from the beginning until I was passing it off to this developer, I was able to say, this is what I tried and what I didn't. This is how I was able to improve it. This is specifically where I think you can focus and to start. And then she was able to say, yep, that's right. And also, here are some other things that might help you out. But it just moves things along and it can help the other person feel understood. Scrappiness or being scrappy is also having discernment. Discernment, knowing when to let something go, knowing when your schedule can't handle something, where the business is no longer supporting something and saying, okay, I got to let it go. Like if I want to get the rest of this where I think it can go, this piece, I have to let go of it. And along with that discernment, it's also understanding what your ROI is. Something can feel really fun, feel really exciting, but know what you're getting out of it. What is the return on investment for you going to a certain event, for you choosing to create a podcast? for you creating a new product line, for you making a career change or taking on a new project at work? What is the return on investment? And then the discernment is, okay, is this worth it? Is this extra time, money, energy that I'm spending going to get me the return that it needs to, to merit this type of investment that I'm making? And then finally, scrappiness is a mindset. So I said earlier this year that one of my moods for 2020, one of the things that I want to bring into this year is leveling up. And just because I'm leveling up, it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily going to be balling out in all areas of my business. You can be scrappy as you continue to grow. And that's part of why I love the Profit First framework, because it talks about making sure that you aren't making your expenses bigger than what the business can handle or bigger than what your life can handle. So they really bucket out the expenses to a relatively small portion, and then it grows proportionally as your business grows. So just because something big happens for me in 2020 doesn't mean all of a sudden I can have a full-time staff of three people and can outsource everything and won't have to show up in my business anymore. That's not how it works. And even when I get to the point where hopefully I do have a small team in the next probably five years or so, I really want to be intentional about how I choose to grow the team and what resources I choose to use and that I'm being a good steward. I always want to have an element of scrappiness and understanding, okay, what am I trying to achieve? And is there a way to do that that's cost-effective, that's time-effective? So it's that balance. It's, yes, investing into the business so that it can grow, but also not assuming that just because you're investing means that you're growing. So this is my quick primer on scrappiness. It is a trait that I think is so valuable. And as we move into this age of the gig economy growing, of robots essentially being able to take more of the transactional, I guess, jobs. We really need to learn to be scrappy. We need to learn how to use different tools to integrate, to be discerning about how we're achieving our goals. And so I really think that the scrappiness is something that will set you apart, whether you are a business owner or someone who wants to thrive in a career where you're working with someone else. It's important. So be scrappy. Be scrappy. Start to think about how you can do things 
for low or no cost. Start to really be intentional about learning the ins and outs of how to do something so that if and when you do outsource it or you get a direct report to do it, you can speak their language. Cultivate that muscle of discernment. And then also keep that mindset of scrappiness as you continue to grow. Thank you for listening, and I will be back in your earbuds soon. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.